If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Hey, I miss you guys. No, you don't. I really do. I've been thinking a lot about you. Have you? While you were hanging out with Harrison Ford? I have been hanging out with Harrison <laughs> Ford, you guys. It's yeah. pretty insane. So you've been that thinking about wild. us while you were hanging out with Harrison my nephew, Ford. I find that hard to believe. I'm sorry. I sent my, picture, my, I sent my nephew a picture of me directing Harrison Ford, and um, he said, uh, this is, Don, what, what do you call it? It was like a bad guy in a movie, like the origin story? Uh, oh. yeah, villain story. Yeah, yeah. It's still an origin story. My nephew wrote, this is Donald's villain origin story. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love him for that because he's absolutely, he's spot on. That's how it happens. I got to tell you the funniest thing. So I'm, 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 I'm directing this uh, show with Harrison Ford and Jason Siegel, and I'm having so much fun. But I, I drive on the Warner Brothers lot. And, and everybody's got COVID. But he, by the way, yeah, that's not what I was going to say. But the, 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 there's been like a spike. L.A. County is like kind of where we have to put masks back on inside again. But it was in the news that like like one of the major hotspots was the Warner Brothers lot, <laughs> which is where we're shooting. Damn. So obviously we're being so strict about masks and testing and everything. Anyway. But anyway, I'm driving on the Warner Brothers lot, which for those of you who don't know, in Hollywood is, is you know, you've, you see it actually in the beginning of Warner Brothers movies. They show all those giant airplane hangar looking things. It's a very special place. It's where they've been making, one of the places they've been making movies since the 30s, where it all began. Every stage has a listed on, the, uh, on a plaque outside the door, all the movies and TV shows that have been filmed there. And it's just, I'm, the kid in me is still geeked out every single time I'm working on one of these lots. Aww. And I drive on, I pull into the gate, and the guard says, 
Welcome back, Mr. Braff. I really love you on Bill's podcast. <laughs> Dude, that's so precious. Oh my that's not precious. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> it's Yo, hilarious. What a backhanded compliment. <laughs> no, he's being silly. He's a fan. He listens. In all honesty, this is Bill's podcast. When I really think about it, I mean, it's our podcast, but we talk about pretty much everything Bill Lawrence on yeah, this it's show. It's all Bill all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm working with him, and I'm having so much fun. He's so good at what he does, and he's so funny. And Jason Siegel is so cool. Couldn't be a nicer fellow. That's great. Oh, yes. Love to hear that. And Krista's in it, and she's hilarious. Um, but, of course, the big story is Harrison Ford, who said my name uh, like for the first time, and I was like, oh, my God, he knows who I am. How long did it take until <laughs> he said your name? Well, like day one and two, you know, I was just, you know, I think they're all um, – He's getting used to the idea that on series TV, the director's different every week. So mm. I think that, like, you know, he's never done that before. Right. And so at first, I think he was a little, like, you know, he's super warm and kind, obviously. But he, I think he's just a little, like, you know, this is weird. The director changes every week kind of vibes. That's what I right. felt. Right. But then, you know, I think I'm pretty good at it. And he, I think, sensed that. Actually, he told me so much. So uh, he started <gasps> learning my name. <laughs> right on. That's great. He's worked with the best. And oh then he gosh, was like, Zach. the best thing that happened the other day. It was like one thing to be like, um, you know, should, is this where you want me uh, on the mark? But it was another like, the other day he asked me like like a, like a, like an acting note. He was like, Zach, do you think, I, oh, it's more like, Zach, do you think I, and I was like, oh my God, he knows my name. And it <laughs> appears to me he's acting, he's asking me an acting question. <laughs> Did, were you able to, were you able to? Yeah, it was to, like about, should I play it more? Do you think it's better more like this or, or should I be, or do you think the character is more like this? And I'm like, oh my God, we're not just talking blocking now. We're talking like performance. This is fucking uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right on. That's awesome, dude. That's so uh, fucking awesome. It's so cool, man. It's so cool. Do you want to know the funniest shit? There was a character that they ran, I think, randomly named Luke, just like like someone he references. Mm -hmm. And I didn't put two and two together. But he's like, which one of you is Luke? And I was like, oh, my God, he said Luke. He said Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and then at a certain point, he forgot the name. He goes, what's his name? I go, you know the name Luke. And, he, and everybody laughed. It's, it's just so crazy. I mean, like, there aren't that many movie stars anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, he was one of the last movie stars. There's one movie star, one movie Tom star. Cruise. Zendaya. That's it. No, Tom Cruise. That's Tom it. Tom Cruise. Okay. Tom Cruise. Did you see Top Gun? Did you see I Top Gun? I haven't seen it, but it just beat Titanic. It's it's yeah. more, it's Paramount's biggest movie of all time. That's true. He's the one and only I think movie it cost star. 700 million just domestically. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. did, Have you seen it? No, but yeah. everybody tells me to. I haven't I've gone seen yet. it. I've you seen, seen it, Joel? Real good. It's real good. I went and saw it, and I was like, I'm not going to lie. I went and saw it, and I with hate in my heart as I'm walking into <laughs> Why the Why did you movie? have hate in your heart? Because I'm like, that first movie's so cheese, dude. Come on, it man. It was bad. Look, it's like, it doesn't, it I mean, my wife loved, my wife, that's the only time I've seen it too. My wife loves it. She grew up on it. My wife's like, if I got Casey up here she, right now, she'd be like, oh my God, right? She could, she'd probably start crying talking about how much she loved Top Gun as a kid. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So, She's been begging me to go. And I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. There's no black people in Top Gun. There's no fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going down the list of hate. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. And she goes, come on, let's just go. And I'm like, no way. So her friend takes her to see it, right? Her, <laughs> girlfriend, her girlfriend takes her to see it. And she comes back and she's like, babe, I go to see all, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy with you. I go to see all your bullshit. You know what I mean? 
This is Hello, the Casey. one thing. She's like, I saw it. I'm willing to see it again. Wow. Please come with me to see Top Gun. Wow. So I'm walking into the movie like she threw air, she threw guilt at me. She's <laughs> throw, you know what I mean? This shit is so I don't want to watch this, right? Right. Mm. Oh. <laughs> he really loved it. Audience, he's covering his eyes. He really loved it. Zach. It's one of the best movies ever made, dude. Wow. For real. For wow. real. Wow. All right. Like, you sold no me. bullshit. Like, no bullshit. Like, I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain because, look, I'm a Tom Cruise fan, but I'm the guy that only sees his movie movies once. I don't mm. go and see Tom Cruise movies over and over again. For some reason, that's just not for me. This uh, uh, There's only a couple of them. Risky Business, I've seen <laughs> going deep. way more than once. You know mm. what I mean? Uh... And I think maybe cocktails I've seen twice, but you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, a, that's a random too. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah, you know, uh, but everything else one time. This movie, I can't wait for it to come out on streaming so right. I can watch it right. over and I'm over. Go see it. Dude, it they is put the so in the jets. Dude, know, it's incredible. so good. It's so good. All right, dude. Like Tom Cruise is a true movie star, man. Like I yeah. clowned for so long. It's amazing, you know, because he because he's he's the longevity he's had, and he's yeah. kind of like the last one standing that can that can still do that solely on his name. I mean, obviously, yeah. Top Gun's a property that people remember from from growing up, but I mean, it's just he's just he's like the last standing bona fide. Did you like, see the trailer for the next Mission Impossible? No. Holy fuck, dude! Yo, this shit looks crazy, dude. This shit looks crazy dope. Like, I can't, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, it's caught up to me. Let me tell you something that I loved that you wouldn't have thought I loved. What? Winning time. You, I knew you'd love that. Everybody I loved it. And you know the so best part man, about, you know the best part of, not love first that. of all, you know the best part about winning time for me is I don't know the end. So I was yeah. joking. I was joking. <laughs> I was joking with Jason Siegel, who's one of the stars and who's incredible in it. All the all the performances in that show yeah. are excellent. Every yeah. single actor, and and Wood Wood Harris is his name. Yeah, yeah, he plays. Oh, uh, he's going to win an award. He's incredible. Yeah, he does a great job in it. And Tracy Letts, and and of course John C. Riley. Anyway, I loved it. But the funny thing, I was joking with Jason Siegel and Bill Lawrence, both big sports fans. I was like, the funny thing for me watching is I don't know the ending. So I'm so caught up in it. And I find myself like alone in my house when they, when they beat Boston uh, and like my arms are going up in the air. Like I'm alone and I'm like cheering like from my from my couch. You had no clue. I had no idea. And then Jason was like, you know, when we win in the end and I was like, spoilers. I was like, he's like, oh, most people know that <laughs> know the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, uh, audience, if you're not, obviously, if you're a sports fan, you got to watch it. But even if you're not a sports fan, um, it's incredible. And you won't you won't know how it unfolds. Um, well, and that, obviously, they're going to continue it because it's so good. And I that was hope, 1980. What, what year does no, Jordan No, 79. Come? It was 79. No, I think they won in 80, I believe. 79, 80. It's the 79, yeah. 80 So season. what year does Jordan, do you know what year he comes into the picture? He's a few years later. Oh, because I'm interested now. I mean, I know they're I know they're going to continue. It would be interesting to know if if they go right after or if they jump a few years and wait till Jordan comes into the mix. Well, they should go right after because oh. the story that's what's up. Eighty four. Eighty four. Oh, there you go. 
I didn't know that Larry Bird was such an asshole to him, to Magic. And, no, um, this is based on a true story. Come on now. No, but I think I think that they've said. And Bill told me that they've they've since become, and obviously in the years since they've become friends, and they um, and 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 Larry acknowledged that he was a jerk. <laughs> That's what Bill said, at least. Well, look. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's what I understand. A lot of this we can't like because I understand that uh, Jerry West is a little upset about yeah, how he he's definitely doesn't. He definitely doesn't. How he's portrayed in this. I, don't, I think he comes off fine to be. He comes At the off end, a, by the yeah. end, he does. But in the yeah. beginning, you're like, this is the worst person in the world. And on the planet, right. And yeah. I don't think anybody wants to be portrayed as that. But, uh, you know, from everything that from everything that I understand in watching sports through my eyes, obviously, uh, he what he's done for the Laker organization, the Memphis organization, like he's brought in, like Kobe Bryant is by far, you know, that's him. Uh, Shaq uh, organizing the deal to get Shaq to LA. That's him. So they can you keep know. the story going for a, a long time. Oh mm-hmm. man, dude, he it's was so good. He's he's the, he really is the reason why the talent pool and that like his 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 eye for talent mm-hmm. when other people can't see it is amazing. Like he could tell you who's going to be good and who's not going to be. It All really you got to do is want to be a Laker fan. Like, as the '80s get as the '80s go on, you'll see this man. Like people like. Kurt Rambis comes in and plays for the Lakers, and you're like, who the heck is this guy? I was and so happy when Daryl Dawkins appeared at the end as a 76er. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, as I've told you before, he was he was all I knew about basketball when my, my dad would drag me to go see the Nets. But, they were, you know, he's, he's, uh, he, he's portrayed in the end. Um, oh, wait, before we It made on. me want to be a Laker fan, though, dude. I, I really, like, I, I, I realized... If you if you know all the stories, I mean, I know this is going to sound idiotic to people who love sports, but just bear with me. If you know all the soap opera and you know all the drama and you know the, all, everyone's unique stories, I could totally understand how you'd be so invested and excited about it. Okay, so for the few point times in my life where I've gotten to hang out with NBA players like on a chill level, it's been with... I've been invited to Jerry Buss's suite and got to sit next to him and Magic Johnson before wow. he passed away. Wow. And then one time I got to hang out, I was hanging out with Leo and Jerry Buss in uh in in the lounge that the Laker lounge that he's you know, really right. So uh, he continued it going at Staples Center? Yeah. And and his daughter owns been, a team I, now. I've been at a forum and stuff like I was. I, I've seen them play at the forum when they were at the forum too. Oh, really? That's oh, yeah. interesting. Back in the day before they moved, uh, before they moved to, I've been out in LA for a while, bro. No, I didn't know what year they moved to to the Staples Center or whatever it's called now. The probably anyway, it's called the Bitcoin Arena or something. Anyway, both times I made an ass out of myself. One time I was trying to be like you know in the mix because. They brought up money, and I was like, "Oh yeah, let's talk about money." And I could tell that everybody was like, "You dumbass! This is Jerry Buss. What are you doing?" <laughs> Just in your head, no one's no one's analyzing him. In my mind, that's what I thought. And then the other time, <laughs> then the other time, I was like, "Well, because look, Jer- it's true. Jerry would make it so." And this is this is just from the little bit of experience that I had and watching the show. When you went and hung out. It really did feel like that, where there were just like a lot of beautiful women around. Right. There was a lot of food, a lot of drink, 
and freaking you're watching basketball and you're having a great time, right? Yeah. He created that environment. He, was he like, created the, the whole created plan the was to make it like the Playboy Mansion meets sports. Yeah, and and he did that successfully. Yeah. And watching this and watching this show and watching John C. Riley play this guy who's so like on the verge of failure, really. Yeah. Like this whole time, all it takes is just a little bit, just that one straw. We're just waiting for that one straw. For especially if you don't know the outcome of the story. If you know the outcome yeah. of the story, I did. You're I like, didn't. I was on the edge of my seat. Everything's gonna be all right. Right. I everything's gonna be all right. Until 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 Jason Siegel ruined it for me. Gave me right. spoilers. <laughs> right. He's like they're not really spoilers. <laughs> right. But if you don't, but if you don't know, if, but, but if you do know, just watching, like, dang, they had he had this much going against him. I didn't know it was that close. If he would have lost that game, if they didn't win the championship, yeah. And all that great stuff show. about Kareem going in at the, out at the end. And the, first of all, the actors who were, I, I think are unknown to most people. I've never seen them before. But the gentleman playing Kareem and the gentleman playing Magic. They're so good. They're so John's talented. The dude, you know, the dude playing Bush, the dude playing freaking uh, West, all of them. Wood, yeah. like you said it all, man. Like Amazing. That's amazing. amazing. Wood, Great. Wood's, Wood's going to win the award, man. He's fucking, he, he, and that last episode when he does that monologue about, uh, about his childhood, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It was yeah. so good. Did Fuck he get nominated? No, I'm, I, I think it would be next year, but um, right, oh. Joelle? I don't know. I believe so. I, think I don't know. Met, All I know no, is because the, the, the Emmys just came out. The nomination yeah, sure. just came out, so it would be so next he, year. Okay. Anyway, all I know is this. It's been up. I thought he he would get nominated for this, but anyway, all I know is this: if they do another season and they skip ahead, okay. Well, if they skip ahead, I think they're doing a disservice because there's something really special about Magic Johnson and Larry Bird after that season, mm. uh, and and and. Uh, them developing their friendship. There's something really dope about the Boston Laker rivalry and but not just that, just the two of them. And you gotta build on that. You yeah. gotta build on it. I, I was mean, just thinking like I was just thinking the very little I know is that like at a certain point Jordan comes into the mix and that's gonna be really interesting too. Well when Jordan comes into the mix, HIV comes into the mix too. Like Yeah, well they much. end this they start this, remember, talking about yeah. him getting diagnosed. Yeah. Like Jordan, right, should we get into our Jordan, show? Don't yeah, on? Absolutely, we could totally get into the show. I'll Let's talk about do sports it. And forever. I just want to say one thing. Eat these balls, Zach. Eat, 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 eat these balls, Zach. Five, six, Here's seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of doctors and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, "Here's the stories that you all should know." How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I miss you. I miss your face. You look good. I feel like I've been run over by a truck, dude. Why? Well, first, I'm smoking some of the best weed you've ever smoked in your life. Okay. One. Two, man, these kids, it's summertime, and it's real in the field, and the tricks that we were using in the beginning are no longer tricks. They become habits, and they can't be habits, or this kid... Or both of these kids are going to go back to school not prepared for the grades that they're going into, and so we're it's in crunch time mode now because we're at the end of the at the end of summer, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. But preparation for the school year has begun. Oh, well, they and, got. Oh, you mean you mean like they gotta they gotta do like uh, homework or what do you mean like or just no, behavior wise? No, just like just like yeah, behavior wise. 
training the brain to get ready to go back to school. You know, Rocco's going into third grade. That's a big deal, man. Things mm. get real at that age. You know what I yeah. mean? Homework things, comes th- home. Yeah, things get real. You know, and so I saw them. I saw them both kicking ass on the basketball court. Well, they're good at sports. You know, Rocco. Th- those videos you posted, Rocco is killing it, dude. Dude, Wilder, dude. I love Rocco. Rocco got game, and I, I've seen it, but I just can't get over the fact that my daughter's the smallest one on her team. Mm-hmm. She's, you know. Very, very, like, very, very shy, you know, when meeting people. Like, I took her to the Zombie 3 premiere, and when she met all of the stars, at first, it was like taking her on a ride at Disneyland where she didn't want to get on, and then after it was over, she was the best ride ever and wanted to yeah. do it again and again and again, <laughs> right? Introduce so, me to them again. <laughs> right, right. And so, <laughs> like, doing basketball is kind of the same thing where you would think she'd get on the court and she'd be afraid to play, and at first she was, but once she got in there, like now we can't get her off the court unless she's extremely tired. And right. she goes hard, dude. And she could get, she's aggressive. And I would have never expected that from Wilder. But she's like extremely aggressive. Like the if the ball is near her, she's going for it. That's and it's great. really, it's it's amazing to watch. You and, created two little mini me's. Well, I didn't play basketball growing up. I was a theater guy. You know what I mean? I know, mean? but you love basketball, so it's just it's sweet yeah. that they that they love it too, and you can share I'm, that. I'm trying to keep them away from theater as well. Like it's really interesting because that's not going to happen with, with, with your daughter. Your daughter is a performer. I know. I I got to send you the videos from dance camp. She, but she's such a performer. There's no way that girl's not going to be a, a dancer or an actress or something. Yeah. We'll see. All right, let's talk about the show Scrubs, everybody. Elliot says yes. My cold shower. Now, one of the funniest things about the episode, mistake-wise, is obviously none of us wanted to really get in a cold shower, so you can see a giant red mark on all of our chests when we're supposedly taking a cold shower. Because that <laughs> thing is hot as hot Especially as- mine. It was a set shower, you know, so they bring in, like, a hot water tank. But I remember... I'm laughing at all. every time they cut to me, there's a giant red spot in the middle of my chest. And I'm like, that's not an ice cold shower, bro. That's a hot shower. <laughs> um, directed so, by John Inwood, who is our cinematographer for almost every single episode of Scrubs, and he directed this one. He Keith did a great proposes. job, actually. He did Keith a great proposes. job. Yeah, he did. And Elliot says yes. Well, Elliot says yes, but then the ring doesn't fit, and, and she's th- livid. And then the fricks come. Here come the fricks. Just put the mother frickin' ring on my mother frickin' hand. <laughs> frick. Frick on a stick with a brick. Yeah. Frick. Frick. Double frick. 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 Double frick. Frick sounds really bad, even though yeah. it's just mother, frick. Yeah, it's frick. Mother though. frickin'. Um, Not, yeah. So Ellie was pissed because she's been she's been wanting this moment for her whole life and she had yeah. it all planned and she planned what she was gonna say. Yes, oh my god, yes. And when the finger, when the ring doesn't fit her finger, the whole thing's ruined. And Keith offers that the opportunity that she can pl- replan the whole thing. Okay, I gotta call Casey because okay. this is my life. Okay, play okay. the song, Daniel. <laughs> Casey, come down here. I don't know nothing about raising these fools, so tell me what to do. I don't know nothing about raising these kids, and that's what it is. Yeah, you did do that. Okay, now let me set this up real quick. Zach, I love you. Zach, I love you. Zach, I love you. Zach, I love you. Hey, uh, you planned your own proposal? What happened? So look, let me set the story. Let me set it up. Okay. She and I had been dating for a long time. When we first met. Forever. Yeah, when we first met, I said, she said to me, sorry, she said to me, 
look, I don't want to get married and I don't want to have children. And so immediately. Donald said, check. Right. Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> I said, like, check. Perfect. Oh, check. Let's go home and do yeah. it. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, check. Let's go do it. Right. Anyway, cut to we're now uh, dating for seven years. Seven years at this point. <laughs> and she's now on that shit or get off the pot. Oh. Uh, I wanted a baby. I didn't want to get married, but I wanted a baby. Right. And then we tried to have a baby and it was not working. Right. So my doctor was like, you should pick up a hobby. And so Donald said, why don't you plan a wedding? <laughs> oh. So I was like, oh, okay. No, that is, that's not how it went. Don't even try that shit. Don't even try that shit. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Don't even try that shit. No. I needed to take my mind off of getting pregnant and focus on something. So I said, can we have a little wedding in your little backyard wedding in your backyard, Zach? No, that's yeah. not how this happened. So I no, started hold on. working on that. No. Oh, but prior the ring, to that, thank oh, you. The what ring, the fuck the ring. are you doing? <laughs> well, I didn't want to get married, but I wanted a ring. Right. I did want that. <laughs> so I knew exactly what I wanted. And so look, so I'm like, I'm gonna get her a ring, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to Tiffany's to get this ring. I'll right. get her a ring from Tiffany's. She's and I tell her, I'm gonna go get a ring from Tiffany's. And right. she's like, What? Don't you freaking do that? Right. Well, because in my mind I knew. I'd get a ring from Tiffany's and I wouldn't get nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't spend too much money on the I'm ring. I'm like, let's be, let's be practical. All right, right. so then what happens? So, you went to Tiffany's so and saw what the prices like, were. <laughs> let's go on the ring hunt. Let's go on the diamond hunt. So she and I go to different places and we go looking at diamonds. We went to every diamond store. We learned about diamonds. Learned about diamonds, learned about clarity and everything. And then so finally we find this guy named Jason, right? Yeah. Jason of Beverly Hills. Yes. We've given him a I shout love. out. Yes. Love you. Give him a shout out. And somehow convinced him to give us this really big diamond for a certain amount of money. I'm not going to say how much it is. Let's just oh, say. my God. This is wet, wet, off the side roads and onto the freeway. He's like, when do you want it delivered? And what did you say, Case? I don't know. You were like, I have a bunch of things that I have to do on on uh, this day. Can we have it by uh, whatever day it was that, that oh, I Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And you're like, and I'm like, all right, bet. So... That day comes, she's like, I'm going to wait at home. <laughs> no, you... you're wrong. Yeah, I'm We right. were supposed to go pick it up. We were supposed to go pick it up. Right. And I came home and I was like, you need to be showered. We're meeting him at 2 o'clock. I want my ring before they close. He said he's going out of town and won't be back for six days. And I'm like, nope, we're, we're coming today. I want this ring today. Right. And... So you were running late, you were showering, I was pissed off because you were taking your sweet ass time in the shower, <laughs> and I was downstairs. No, you weren't yeah. at the house yet. Yes, I was. And then you said, oh my God, I got to find my phone. You ran down in the garage, and I'm pissed off, and then you come back in through the studio at the Willow Glen House, and you open, you hand me the box, and I'm like, you ain't got this ring without me. That's not happening. <laughs> She's making shit up now. But you okay. don't remember? That sounds kind of romantic, you actually. So I'm going to accept that. I'm going to accept <laughs> no, that. That's gonna... <laughs> exactly how it happened because you Did he get down on one knee? No, you came into the house. You came running into the house like this. Is it here? What? Oh, maybe yeah. that does kind yeah. of sound Did he get down I on just, one knee? Did I just he get remember down on one him knee? coming out of the garage, and I don't remember if he got down on one knee. All I remember is that he opened the box, 
And part, well, before you open the box, part of me was pissed off. This fucker went and got this ring without me, and I didn't get to proof it first. <laughs> like, this is my ring, regardless. Like, I wanted right. to make sure it looked good before right. we took it. Right. And so I'm pissed off, kind of. And then he opens the box, and I remember the box had a fucking light in it. Yeah. And the ring was wow. spinning. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. And I was like, and it was the bigger diamond. Oh, you didn't know yes. that he did that? No, because we had two diamonds to choose for, from, and I was like, I think I'll be happy with that uh, with this size. Oh, and he went When bigger. really, you know, I'm like, I do like that big one, but I know we can't <laughs> afford that big one. But I got the big one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then the, hi, yeah, the yeah, best part high of the five, story. Todd. Yeah, yeah, high five, Todd. High five, Todd. The best part. <laughs> you got the big one. I, leave, <laughs> I got the, best, the big one. <laughs> The best part, he was like, I love you, I love you. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, can I go show my friends? And I left and went over to Jessica's house, and all my friends came over, and I, and I left Donald on the couch to pass out, and I didn't come home till midnight that night. <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. He was so mad at me. <laughs> all right, we got to get on the show. Right Thank there. you, Casey okay, Cobb. We love you. We love you. I love you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it your priority. Therapy, personally for me, has helped me a lot focus on my goals. And you've heard me talk on the podcast of the whole idea of whiteboarding and manifesting and, and really getting clear with myself what I want to accomplish in my life and where I want to set my sights. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grace Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix sleep mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners 
Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I dot com. I love you. I loved that story. Everybody likes a little ass play, dude. All right. Um. <laughs> Everybody does like a little ass play, Zach. Look, we have to talk about the TV show Scrubs, Donald. Well, that had something to do with it. All right, it did. That's a very sweet story. Um, so everyone throughout the episode has fantasies about what it would be like if they were married to Elliot. And yours is by far the funniest. I laughed out loud. Well. You play like a preppy guy with this yes. sweater around his. And she says, um, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but she says, keep an eye on Lupita. I think some of uh, the silverware has gone missing. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think... And, and would, then you turn around and you see this beautiful Latina woman in a maid's over. outfit, and bent over in a maid's outfit. And Donald Turk goes, I'll talk to her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you reveal that it's Carla, and he picks her up, oh. and they go upstairs to make out. And he's like, now, damn, I'm having fantasies about my own wife. That's, yeah. It's been so long since we had sex. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. In that fantasy, this is going to get a little weird. Do uh, you think that Turk and Car Lupita Carla, uh, do you think she's using him for the fact that he is uh, rich and married and she's just trying to, you know, get that money? Or do you think she's in love with him and they're going to create... The, like in the timeline, are Turkey Carla meant to be even in the dream? This yes. is such a weed. This no, I, I, I think that Lupita is truly in love with Turk and, uh, and they're going to run away one day. But that's the whole joke of it is like he's supposed to be having a fantasy about another woman, but he's fantasizing about his own wife. Okay, and I'm going to say one more thing. I do fantasize about my own I wife. I know. That's so why you guys are so sweet together. Oh, man. It's funny. I get the joke and everything like that, but in real life, like, well, speaking of real life, uh, much like your character, a Turk needs sex, and uh, she yes. has not given sex uh, she's not for a very right. long time because she's ha post had a baby and she's yeah. not feeling it yet. Yeah, and um, and Turk is, is dying because he really needs to be satisfied. Yes, we, we learn that Todd hasn't been late at all. Uh, well, you'd think that he's uh, prolific, but uh, he he holds up a zero and goes when the janitor asks him how how many times he's had sex this year, he goes bagel. Well, I want to go back because we didn't talk about this. Everybody is really uh, not concerned, but sad for JD that he didn't get the girl. Right. 
Right. You know what and I mean? He's acting like he doesn't care. And he's acting like he and and for the most part, at this point, he doesn't care. One of the favorite my favorite lines is pretty girls end up don't end up with the uggos. He goes, <laughs> No, he goes, pretty girls end up with the uggos only in the movies. Yeah, only in the movie. No, he goes, sadly, this Kelso says this to me. Sadly, it's only in the movies where the yeah. pretty girl ends up with the uggo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks a lot, Bill. <laughs> 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 Leonard Leonard's one is very funny where he's like, let me tell you about loss. <laughs> yeah, Leonard Leonard holds up his hook and says, I know about loss. Um yeah, everyone's feeling bad for uh for JD, but JD is seemingly obsessed for the bulk of the story with um trying to have sex with Carrie Russell's character. But he doesn't really want to have sex with her. He's being pressured into having sex with her by his best friend because right. his best friend well he's being pressured into having sex with by her all by the whole men. hospital. Yeah. Yes, because when all the men learn that she had a, a threesome in college. Which is three girls. Yeah, he goes you go, damn, and all the men hit their table, uh, which was funny. And then you go I go, was it two guys and a girl or a devil's threesome? And she said three girls. <laughs> and then I had to pick the drinks off the table for you and go, damn! Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she invites me to the hotel. This is a bit um, bizarre. I mean, it's fine that she just wants the kiss, but it's it's a little bit bizarre that she says, hey, come review a hotel room with me and climb is into bed though? with me. Okay, so this is where we're at. Okay, so this is where we're at now. If it was a dude and the dude was like, come review a hotel with me, we'll have a bunch of fun. Hey, let's test out the bed and all of that stuff. You wouldn't think anything of it. But because it's a hot chick, like, you know what I mean? Like, this actually I, I, happened this, to me in real this life. This is actually coming from the guy. This is coming from the guy who thought the <laughs> Why animation are you room. Your head, because this, oh, this is like a very mixed signal situation. And now I'm trying to think of what situation where you're someone's like, Come review a room with me. But is it really? But is it no, really? Yeah, a mix? That, no, no. This this woman. This was like twenty years ago, if not more. It's probably, but is it? It's probably is twenty-five it really? years ago. I had no money. Let me just tell you the story. I had no okay. money. Didn't have a dime to my name. And I knew a a, a a beautiful young woman who we were we were sort of hanging out, and she had this deal where she would review hotels, and she her her thing was that she had to go stay in the hotel and use all the services, and and she would invite me. When she had the night, like she had to do everything. She had to do room service, she had to do the spa, she had to do, and I was broke. It was like the greatest thing ever. She most definitely um, wanted to also hook up. Um, so okay, we did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That, that's what I'm saying. It's, it seems the invite would right, be like, but and then we'll like, to a hotel. But, but if your buddy was like, yo, dude, I got a fucking hotel. Let's go hang out in that shit. After we'll use all the amenities. After maybe go to the casino downstairs. We'll do all of that shit. Are you expecting to fuck your buddy? Was no, I macking on them at the bar the other day? Yeah, was I macking on them at the bar? Then maybe, yeah. Hold on. But if I was macking with them at the bar, then yes. She's talking about macking and there's no touching, too. So that's pretty much stage kissing, also. Like, that's what she was. But that's what she was. But she was being, she was so upfront about it, too. It's nothing. All it is is all it's we're doing is kissing. All we're doing is kissing. The minute you make a sound, the minute you start touching me, yeah. the minute you start doing all of that stuff, we're not in this anymore. I could right. play that she, shit. I think anybody could play that game. It's, if the boundary is, if I, if you go, mm, we stop. <laughs> right. Well, that's on, the impetus buddy. for the whole episode is that he well, he, he, he endures it, but he needs a cold shower because he's so turned on. I mean, he's making out with the beautiful Carrie Russell. But she told him from 
the right. gate. Right, but that doesn't mean that his peep isn't going to get erected. Uh, right, but my point is, I don't <laughs> think she's. I don't think she's sending mixed signals because she's not sending. The well, signal. she's not into him. She doesn't even recognize right. him. She thinks he's right. the she's the, the other guy. <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 <laughs> That's funny. When I go, he's not even look at me. What is he Egyptian? <laughs> right. He's like, huh? <laughs> and then later you're that and then, guy? is he the double what's that? or was there no a story no, no they specifically no. they specifically cast him they found someone who kind of looked like me but was different <laughs> but by the way donald i think you mistake him for me yeah <laughs> at one point i'm talking to him <laughs> like, he doesn't even have any laughter in his eyes <laughs> um let's take a so, break when we take a break and we'll be right back with more scrubs Rewatch podcast. It's called Fake Doctors for Friends, guys. Everybody likes a little ass flay. Don't even act like you don't. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix sleep mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back. All right, this yields one of the wackiest uh, fantasies in all of Scrubs history. Well, which one? Because there's the a couple winter of them. wonderland. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the janitor one, but let's go back and just talk about the janitor one with Elliot because they say yeah. something at the end when they're like, these aren't our kids. So did they kidnap these kids? In the janitor's fantasy, yes, they've kidnapped all these children. And, and made them wear uh, janitor, janitor outfits, outfits and, and, <laughs> and doctor outfits. Mm-hmm. And he mentions the fact that it would be tricky to get all those tiny clipboards and tiny brooms. And then at the end, he says that they aren't our kids, which which leads the viewer to infer that they are kidnapped children. Stolen kids. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's the janitor's okay. fantasy for his okay, that was pretty. That was pretty wacky to me. But, but nothing. Not as, nothing is his <laughs> I think this is the most stoner fantasy, one of the most, along one with of. Pump, one of the pumpkin uh, thing. And your testicle uh, growing. growing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one um, is a. I jump into the bed, and for some reason, it's a winter wonderland. Yes. But in that winter wonderland, Carrie Russell. What's her character's name? I keep calling her Carrie Melody. Russell. Melody. Melody. Thank you. Uh, is a is a mermaid. Turk arrives Wait, as a. Let's as just a, let's just stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to have sex with her because no one's ever brought up since Splash. This hasn't come up. How how do they have sex? Although in Splash, when she's on land, she's a woman. So what? They have to go to land in order for Tom Hanks's character. I think so. I don't think that they're having sex underwater. No, they're not. There's no way. He goes to when he goes to visit the the family and everything at the end. end. They should have made Splash too. Did they Uh, make Splash too? If they did, I know Tom Hanks stayed away. No, Tom Hanks he wasn't was in like, it. No, but, <laughs> but you can imagine, you can imagine like Meatballs too. They might have made, um, they might, they might have made Splash Two without Tom Hanks. <laughs> and but in, it, it would have been Eugene like, Le- uh, but, Levy. But right? it's like Aquaman, dude. It's like Aquaman in that it all takes place underwater in her in her neighborhood. Oh, that just sounds like somebody's going to drown back then. <laughs> Like, let's just be honest, man. Like, anyway, he can't figure out where That was back when put... we used to actually film movies underwater. Right. Before right. CG. Anyway. Yeah. Remember that? There's that movie. Um, the Abyss? No, there was one with Liev Schreiber and Dustin Hoffman and Morgan Freeman where they're all underwater. There were a bunch. Remember, like, uh, what was the one where uh, with Sam Joel, Jackson? Can you look up the one I'm talking about? Um, was where it... he gets eaten by the shark? Deep no, blue sea. Deep blue sea. The deep, deep, which is the one with Liev? Sh- what's the one with Liev Schreiber and um and and Dustin yeah. Hoffman and maybe more and maybe it's either Morgan Freeman or Sam Jackson, one of them. Uh, I've got. I remember there was like Deep Star Six. Film. Was there like a Deep Star Six? Deep Blue Sea. What was the one with the 
Samuel Jackson is in it. Sam Jackson is in the one with the shark. Deep blue shit. In sphere. Yeah. Deepest bluest. Cool J. Deepest bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. Wait, That's is right. that the one with the the ride? Is that the one in LL Cool J's in? Yeah, he has yeah. the soundtrack. He plays Hold on. the kitchen chef. Yeah, he I plays the chef. This is the movie. He has I'm a thinking. bird, a Polly. Oh, it's Samuel Jackson that I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Jackson's in that too. Yeah, I think that's all underwater. Deepest, bluest, my hat is like a shark's fin. That, that movie was, was. You didn't like it? I only saw pieces of it. I couldn't believe it existed. Oh, it's so good. That shit is good, <laughs> dude. Yeah, when I was a kid, kid I used to love that shit, dude. Are you kidding me, man? That shit was fire to me, man. At one point, LL, at one point, LL's like on the kitchen table or some shit like that, floating with the bird, trying to save the bird from the sharks that are swim. So the sharks get into the into. It's like a. Yeah, it it's called? like under it's like an undersea uh, station, right? Yeah, man. And that the sharks fire, get in dude. there. <laughs> yeah, and the sharks get in because they're is intelligent he sharks. The movie, or is it just part no, of the soundtrack? No, no, no. That's just the soundtrack. He's the chef in the movie. <laughs> Such a good movie, man. When I was All a kid, right. I used to think that was so good. All right, and I so wasn't JD even a kid. I was actually out. an adult. But hey. yeah, I don't think it was as long ago as you being a kid. Anyway, JD can't figure out where to have sex with the, the merm woman, and you. You point, and she goes, that's a Well, deal. no, I show up out of nowhere. Oh, sorry, with he shows out of nowhere as a goat, goat Turk. Playing a, playing a, what would that be? A, what is the, a pan flute. A, is that what, it, yeah, like I Peter Pan. A, <laughs> I think, isn't that called a pan flute, Joel? Can you look that yes, up? Yes, it is. Because okay. of Peter Pan. Now you're a, um, a part goat, Peter Pan. part man. That's probably, there's probably a name for that mythological beast. Like a centaur so we'll or a minotaur. Or it's like a minotaur, but a goat. I looked it up for you guys. It's in the notes. It's a. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I didn't read uh, them today. It's okay. I'll uh, find it. Yeah. It's like a minotaur, but a goat. But I prefer to call it goat turk. Like, wasn't wasn't <laughs> that what Fawn was in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? That's who, I'm, that's mm-hmm. who we're He's making a play on. Creature. Uh, so annoying. Well, then goes the, the. Then proceeds some dialogue that is pretty amazing. She goes, that's a, that's a gill. And you go, yeah, "Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And I go, go Turk. That's my mermaid. And you go, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. It's so stupid. That's a good joke. Come on, man. That's a good joke. It's amazing, but it's so stupid. I love it. It's so bad. That's a well. It's so bad. That's such a good joke. I laughed out loud. a good dad joke. It's a great dad joke and a very surreal thing. Yeah. All right. So, um, cold shower. We learn that the two senior citizens have syphilis, which is a real thing. I, even at the time of the airing, I'm sure we had the stat right that STDs, because of um, drugs like Cialis and and uh, and Viagra, seniors can now have sex a lot longer. And in, at least when this show aired, the stat was 300 percent rise in STD amongst seniors. Um, because they're all banging in nursing homes. I'm going to tell you something right now. I hope this is true. It is true. I hope this is true. Yeah. Why not? Why why go out with a bang? I hope that when Casey and I are in our 60s (laughs) and 70s and our kids aren't taking care of us, because you know they're not going (laughs) to. Don't say 60s. I think this is supposed to be like, even though... Even though for some reason the woman is supposed to be in her 60s, I think it reads more accurately like 80s. Well, listen, whenever it is, I, I'm just saying this. I'm I mean, hoping in an old age 60s. home. You're not in an old age home at 60 normally. On Scrubs, you are. 
I guess. For some reason, they decided to make that woman 60. I don't know why. But guys. She was 68. Okay, but whatever it is. When I'm in, whenever it is, and Casey and I, God willing, please, healthy, alive, still together, I hope, I pray that we are banging like those two. I have a feeling you won't. I have a feeling you won't need uh, Cialis or Viagra. I think you'll you'll probably still be going strong. <laughs> I hope and I pray you're right on that one as well. <laughs> Todd enters wearing a GILF t-shirt. Um, yes. Kudos to us for getting a GILF t-shirt on NBC in prime time. <laughs> Do you think NBC knew at the time? That no, that would I bet be, they uh, didn't. I yeah. bet they had no idea what a GILF t-shirt meant. Yeah, just like all the radio stations He's, didn't know skeet, skeet, skeet meant he said, I hear there's a, He said, I hear there's a steel magnolia in room 309 that needs a little pruning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he really is open to any and all types of uh, partners. Yeah. I thought the end was uh, bar scene was really moving. Uh, I found myself mm-hmm. with a big smile across my face. It was so just, did I. My wife didn't see the my wife didn't see the first part where she said she was planning it. I had to explain that to her. Mm. Uh, and when she saw it, and Elliot does the "Oh my God, yes," I mean yes, "Oh my God, yes," and she goes, "Oh." And I yeah. said, "Well, in the beginning of the show, babe." She does <laughs> but Sarah still <laughs> sold the shit out of it, still even sold though it so well. even yeah, though the audience did. knew it was coming. Yeah. Sarah sold the shit out <laughs> of it. She crushed it. Crushed and, it. <laughs> And it was really yeah. sweet. I love the way it was filmed. And um, and then, of course, it ends with JD with tears in his eyes. And he realizes that he doesn't have any feelings for Melody. That seeing this makes him realize he still has feelings for Elliot. And it ends with him in, in, a, in a cold shower. I thought that was really clever. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm skipping one of the most important beats that you finally come around to JD's fantasy of what it would be like to Elliot. And he's so happy and in love. And he says, I love you. I'm so happy that you're my wife. And it's the simplest of fantasies also. Like all the other Mm -hmm. fantasies were so elaborate. Like Cox kills Elliot, you know. (laughs) Kelso sits across down a long table. I hate you or something. Yeah, he's, I know. Um, and uh, Judy, Judy, fantasy. Carla makes out Carla, with her. Yeah, Carla. Oh, yeah. They, what do they say? They're like, let's just get wine and go shoe shopping or something. Yeah, and then we yes. can have se- we can have sensual something like you know uh, cuddly it's sex tender. and yeah, 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 and then uh, yeah, tender sex or some shit like that. <laughs> 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 uh, good episode. Very good episode. Yeah, very good. Jamal, was... do we have a guest today? We do. Um, all right, we're gonna take a break, everybody, and when we come back. Fuck your sound effects machine. We're going to have a guest and it's going to be fun and laughter. We'll be right back. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix sleep mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. 
Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What you trying to get into? What day or show? You know what you trying to do? What you trying to get into? What I do? What I do? All right, check this out. Yes, go ahead, Dom. Tell us about our caller. You organ. You. I think this is the first time you've organized the caller. When it came into the group chat, I I double checked to make sure I was in the right text chain. Yeah. But Donald organized today's caller. Go ahead, Donald. So we went to the I said it earlier. We went to the Zombies Three premiere. We took the kids. We took the girl Wilder. She loves the movie. And so, while there, we found out that the lead of the movie is actually Cameron Manheim's son, Milo Manheim. And we found this out because Cameron came up and introduced herself to us and offered, you know, would you like to meet? Uh, to my kids, would you like to meet my son? Wow. He's the star of the movie. Wow. Uh, and in doing so, she introduced me to her nephew, who's a surgeon, who's a fan of Scrubs, who mm. actually listens to the podcast. But he does something that's pretty unique. Like, he's like a, I don't know what it's exactly called. It's like a robotic 
technician or some shit like surgeon. Well, something we're like that. Find where, out. Yeah, let's find out what it is. We got a caller. Gave us a holler. We can talk Star Wars or sing show tunes, you know, like a baller. Smoke some jazz cabbage. Maybe talk about the episode. So come on, Joel, let's get the show on the road. Give it up for Noah Swan! Hi, Noah. Hey, Zach. Hey, Donald. What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast, sir. Welcome, welcome. It is such a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's well, really a pleasure to meet both you guys. I'm just so well, happy we met already, bro. I just well, did a whole story already, on how we met, man, and you just made it look All like right. we didn't meet. Calm down. He <laughs> means, totally he means on so, the show. He means on the show, Donald. That's correct. On the show. Now, I'm just so happy that you're a real sur- you're a surgeon, correct? I am a real surgeon. And you listen to the podcast, which makes me very happy. Anytime I stumble across people in the real world that listen, I'm so excited. Um, But particularly a a, a real surgeon. We're lucky to have you on the show, and and thank you for listening. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, You know, um, growing up, uh, you know, everyone has, um, you know, certain shows that kind of give them uh, guidance into what they're supposed to do. And when you apply for medical school, one of the things they caution you against is saying, you know, I watched this medical trauma and that got me involved. And Scrubs was the show that I had to, you know, bite my lip and say, I didn't watch this and it didn't influence me into going into medicine. Um, it must be kind of interesting for you guys because there must be a lot of people like me watching your show growing up, uh, you know, uh, somehow got pushed in that direction because of you. Too. Yeah, we run into that all the time, and we and we always feel so honored that that we did that, and or you know indirectly we did that. Um, and and I have to say, it's, it's just it just we keep hearing for years. We've heard, and I, I I hope you'll attest that this is true. That of all the medical shows, even though Scrubs was the most bizarre and wacky, that it's the most medically accurate um, of of what the lifestyle is like. In terms of training and residency and the interactions that happen, that's absolutely true. I mean, there's uh, there's far more or less, you know, uh, sex in the broom closet in Scrubs and far more, you know, interdepartmental dynamics than there are there isn't, say, you know, Grey's Anatomy or ER. So right. um, I could, absolutely. It, uh, it so you're saying there's through. no sex in the broom closet in in uh, in the real world? Uh, you know, maybe I did not do residency right, but <laughs> at least in my residency. <laughs> Um, sip take, sip take, sip take. Sip take. Tell us what you what you actually do. Donald said you're a, a you have a specialty in in the heart in the cardiac world. So it's it's not cardiac. I do robotics. So I do robotic and bariatric surgery. Um, and robotic surgery is an extension of laparoscopic surgery. Uh, there is. A, I know that your character Turk um, talks a lot about doing laparoscopy at different points during the show. And when you guys were filming Scrubs, robotics really hadn't come into its own as a field yet. Mm. And so it's the sort of the next evolution of laparoscopy. And so when you're doing laparoscopic surgery, you make small incisions in people's bellies and you stick instruments in, you blow up their abdomen so you have room to operate. And then you basically have multiple graspers or cutting devices to do your operation. With the robot, you attach those devices to a, you know, a, ro- a robotic machine that allows you to both see in three dimensions uh, magnify your motions, and then the instruments are significantly more complex. So you have um, many more degrees of freedom in, t- in terms of how you move. Uh, and so uh, the learning curve is much faster and you can be significantly more precise. And so uh, I knew pretty early on when I saw the robot for the first time that uh, this is how I sort of wanted to participate in the medical field and be a surgeon. And I was able to, you know, through a pretty circuitous path, achieve that. 
uh, I initially wanted to be a urologist um, and uh, you know, they do uh, kidneys and then, you know, penile reconstruction and that kind of thing. Um, but I, cause they were the first doctors that really uh, use the robot. And since then the robot has become, uh, you know, embraced by multiple other fields, including what I currently do now, which is bariatrics, which is weight loss surgery. Um, and it's just going to continue to grow. Um, there's so wait a second, I just, just slow down one second. So Sorry. weight loss surgery meaning tying off stomachs. So uh, there's multiple types of weight loss surgeries. There's surgeries where you just remove a portion of the stomach uh, and that helps people both eat less and then has some hormonal effects. And then there's uh, a variety of weight loss surgeries where you essentially replumb the GI tract and move around portions of the intestine. So you have you know, less intestine to absorb food. You can treat things like diabetes. Um, patients who undergo bariatric surgery have significant health improvements in all kinds of problems like hypertension, diabetes, and it's also been shown to improve cancer risks. So it's I was about to say, yeah, popular. I was about to ask you, okay, uh, if, if you're able to rearrange and shorten uh, the intestines and stuff like that, how would this do against intestinal cancer and colon, uh, colorectal cancer and stuff like that? So the actual surgery itself um, isn't really what uh, reduces cancer risk. It's the weight loss that goes along with it. Um, and so we just we know that uh, uh, patients who suffer from obesity, as their BMIs get higher, uh, there are higher rates of cancer associated with that. And so by reversing that, uh, we're able to bring those rates of cancer down. And that's kind of a newer benefit that we're just showing and has come out in some of the more, uh, more current research. Are people still doing the thing where they tie off the stomach or has that become less common? Well, there's a the lap so there's band. A, Isn't it called lap band? So I was I was wondering what you're talking about. The lap band was very popular in about 2010. And I don't know if you remember driving around Los Angeles at that time, but everywhere you looked, there was a billboard for, you know, lose the weight. Um, and I just remember learning that people could actually eat like through it, right? Or, or it would like push it off or something. So that's one of the problems with the lap band. It had two major issues. One is that you're putting a foreign body into the, in, around the stomach. And so it can slip, it can erode, um, it can cause problems like reflux or nausea. And the other problem is that the mechanism that works is it's just supposed to reduce your appetite by constricting the stomach. Um, most other bariatric surgeries have some component of hormonal changes associated with them as well. So for patients who had the lap band, they could lose a certain percentage of weight, but many had problems and many gained it back. Um, uh, probably about 30 or 40% of patients um, who had them did well and were really happy with their results, but a mm. lot of them ended up getting second surgery. So What's that's not, one? so that's, sorry, Don, one more. That's not, so that's not in favor anymore. Now it's, now it's, reducing the size of the stomach or the large intestines? So bariatric surgery is an area where lots of people have very strong opinions. And so there are people who will still be doing the, la uh, the lap band, um, but it's being done with far less regularity than it was done 10 years ago. The most common uh, sleeve, uh, surgery in America is called the sleeve gastrectomy, where you staple off about 80% of the stomach. But people are also doing things like gastric bypass and other types of bypass surgeries as well. Go ahead, Donald. Wow. Uh, what's the one that's, there's one that, it was it the lap band that's, I know a few people died from trying to uh, uh, lose Constrict weight. Constrict their stomach? Yeah, 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 through surgery. Um, was so, it the lap, the lap band is the one that's really dangerous, though also there's a risk in doing any of this obviously but that was the one that i, I don't want to freaking get in trouble i don't want to get sued by lap band so. well good we got a surgeon here who can answer your question go ahead so the, the lap band uh was relatively safe the more the mortality wasn't really the big problem it had to do with it either eroding into the stomach or slipping uh bariatric surgery has a long history of trial and error and 
early on, people would, the first surgeries, they basically bypassed, you know, 85% of the intestine and plugged the remainder of the intestine back in and only gave you about hundred centimeters to absorb. And patients had all kinds of nutritional deficiencies. Um, the, probably the most dangerous surgery that's being currently done in America, not that it's dangerous, but that it has the most possible side effects is called the duodenal switch. And you're basically removing about half of the intestine, uh, further down. And so you don't have that to absorb. And, uh, if you don't take the appropriate vitamins, uh, then patients can have massive, uh, nutritional deficiencies that can, um, be fatal. And so, um, some of those have come into the news. Um, but in general, bariatric surgeries, if you have a good program and you follow along with, um, you know, a good nutritionist are very safe. Um, do you think robotics are going to be used in more and more surgeries? I mean, will it, will it come to a point where everything is done through a small incision and, and robotics? Uh, I think there's always going to be room for open surgeries. Uh, there are many times where uh, things are too stuck. Um, or you just don't have the robot available where that, or it's absolutely necessary to know how to do that. Um, right now across all fields, people are using the robot for elective surgery, meaning not for emergencies. Right. And, uh, slowly we're finding ways to do more emergent surgeries that way, but there's always going to be, um, a need for someone who knows how to, you know, make a big bin line incision and stop bleeding or take or control contamination. Um, that being said, uh, I think the robot's going to continue to grow. Some of the major um, barriers to entry are uh, cost and then training of personnel. So the system yeah. itself costs about a million and a half dollars, uh, and then uh, it there, you know there's about two or three hundred thousand dollars of maintenance a year, and uh, it requires a whole set of training, not just for the surgeons who do it, but for everyone else in the OR to know how to exchange the instruments and maintain the system. And so uh, it requires, you know, it's the, those uh, are major barriers to entry, but at the same time, uh, you can be so precise and the operative experience is uh, so excellent that uh, there's been a real push to adoption. And how there's long, some implication. Sorry. How long do you think until it's doing the procedure itself? That is That's to what say, I was about to say. When, yeah. when, like, when is have, nanotech? I, I, I'm thinking about like autopilot in a plane yeah. where, where the pilot's taking off and then he's hitting autopilot because you know, the robot's going to, he's going to monitor the robot, but the robot's going to fly more accurately than a human being ever could. Um, obviously with the monitoring of a human being, uh, well, do you think something analogous will happen in, in the surgery world where, well, where you're saying like, not- Hey, Hey, do this, but I'm going to, I'm going to watch you to make sure you don't fuck up. But, but your, but your accuracy as a, as a computer could be better than a human's ever could. I hope that doesn't really happen in the next 30 years because that might be the end of my career. Um, but it's it's going to happen at some point. So they've already created robots that can do things like close skin together better than any human can. Um, the thing with surgery is that it's not so much about the uh, technical skill, although that's absolutely essential. It's every single thing you do is a separate decision. And making those decisions uh, requires lots of expertise. And so I think uh, it's going to be uh, a while before we have a robot that can go in, interpret someone's anatomy, find out what the problem is, uh, and then execute the right series of steps in order to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I may be able to tell a robot, you know, close this incision here and then walk away. But I feel, I think- <laughs> Go have over lunch. Next, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I, I think I'm probably secure over the next 20 or 30 years. Yeah. But you do believe that's, I mean, that's, that's that has that's to be gotta on the horizon, right? Nanotech is on a horizon, bro. It has to be. That's what it it's has called? To be. Is that what it's called? Nanotech? Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking little tiny, little tiny, 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 oh, tiny, oh, tiny, tiny Oh, like, like uh, inner space. Huh. Like Iron Man. 
Do you remember Inner Space? I do remember Inner Space, one of my favorite movies ever. It's a great movie. Dennis Quaid. Doc, did you see Inner Space? Goes inside. They shrink him down. So is this like a Miss Frizzle situation? I, 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 I'm pretty well versed, but I've not I seen Inner Space. They oh, shrink well, Dennis Quaid. I know what Quaid. movie you're watching tonight, Doc. Inner Space. They shrink. They shrink Dennis Quaid down to the size of a freaking molecule almost, and inject yeah. him into Martin Short. Yeah, and wackiness ensues. That's when it all go all craziness happens. Listen, all I need That's to tell you Dennis is that's where Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan met. All I got to tell you is there. that Martin Short is. Do you watch the team. boys? Do you watch the boys? Was it, I've seen Dennis Quaid's son in the boys. Yeah, that's Meg Ryan's <laughs> son too. Guess <laughs> where right. they met when making Inner Space? It all comes full circle, Noah. It well, there we go. Circle. You're bringing it back. Martin Short is so funny. I've been watching oh um, Only Murder, Only Murder in the Building, and oh my god, uh, Zach, I started it, and it's so good. It's fun, right? But Martin Short, like, he, he just, I just, they just cut to him and I laugh. I just find him so funny. Did you ever see Three Amigos? Of course I've seen Three Amigos. Yeah. Oh, I've seen Three Amigos. It's a great film. And did you ever see The Santa Claus 3, where he plays uh... an elf? <laughs> I never saw Santa Claus 3. He's Jack Frost. He's Jack Frost. Yeah, he's Jack Frost. Well, I'm liking liking Only Murders in the Building, and he's very funny. It it took me 25 years to realize that the Santa Claus was a pun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You were 25 years old when you found out, huh? No, I I watched the movie when I was 12, and 25 years later, I was like, oh, Claus Um, means two things. Yeah. (laughs) And you're a doctor, right? Yeah. 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 Well, thank you uh, for coming on, Noah. We really Do you have any questions for us? Oh, yeah. Do you have any questions for us? I'd love to ask you guys a couple. So uh, one of them has to do uh, with my favorite thing about the show, which was your relationship with each other and sort of your bromance. Um, how, uh, How did you guys decide to sort of uh, you know, focus and highlight on that so much, uh, given that at the time that wasn't something that was emphasized in pop culture. I think it was, it was a combination of Bill had written it, you know, based on French, his friendships. Um, and then Donald and I took it and ran with it. Um, you know, Bill, it's funny. I was just working with him this week and, and now he's become a hugger. You know, it took 20 years. Uh, he wasn't even, he, he wrote these characters, but like, he'd still like stick out his hand and we're like, Bill, no, we're hugging. No, we're hugging, bud. And um, I, so I think he created these characters and then the magical thing happened that Donald and I really truly became as close as the characters in real life. And then he just started taking stories from our own life and making them that. And we would improv, you know, as it was easy to, easy for us to improv as the guys because they were very similar to who we were. Yeah. Yeah. Turk, Turk and JD definitely broke down a lot of my own homophobia issues. You know what I mean? Like having to do a lot of the things that we did definitely, you know, it's all, look, I love you no matter what, if your life was on the line and I needed to do something to save you, I would do that for you. I'm so confused. I'm not, You'd put your penis in them if they needed it for their life. Absolutely. Life. That's what I would out have to like, say. They're like, he's that. coding. He's coding. We need a giant cock inside him. Oh, my way. You would do that? For you? Yeah. In a heartbeat. Thank you, baby. In a Doc, does that ever come up in, in the medical field? Um, quickly needing a penis in someone's rectum? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Um, you know, as I said, I didn't spend very much time inside the, uh, you know, the broom closets during residency. So I, so, I didn't get that experience very I just wondered if yeah. there was any situation in the ER where like, quick, we need a phallus in his rectum. Well, I can tell you that my second day of residency, so, you know, I'm 48 hours in, I walk in, I'm on call, and my uh, senior goes, I've got a rectum for you to disimpact. So there was a guy who was so literally like, I walk into work, and 20 minutes later, I've got, um, you know, ankle, or I guess, you know, like wrist deep in some guy's ass trying to take it, you know, disimpact some constipated stool. Oof. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to ask you. So what, Do they give you, you know, nose plugs? Yeah, like, how does that work? Like... So you got to go up there and you got to be professional. How do you yes. not in your mind say, oh, my God, I'm one fisting this dude. Yeah. Like that's well, more like wear, wearing him like a hand puppet. Right. Like how do you not? How do you not? That's the first thing. And then, two, I'm actually pulling his doo-doo out of him. Now, is it a doo-doo clog? Is that the problem? Like there's too much doo-doo and it's clogged? When they're impacted, they, have a, they basically have a stool ball that's so hard. A that stool it's ball. out their rectums that it's too big. And then you take it, you have to reach in there and pull out the stool ball. You basically turn your finger and like, it becomes a popsicle. You kind of oh! stick your finger in it and pull it out. Yeah. Uh, do you ever, do you ever, um, do you ever like try and swish it like a three to the garbage can? <laughs> I can't say that I have. Oh, you never try that. Oh, you know, the, man. The, the, the rules of disimpaction though are you're never supposed to make eye contact with the patient once you start. Um, and oh, because it could be sexual if you guys are looking at each other. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it, no, it should be sexual. I mean, it's already awkward for them. It's kind of awkward for you. As you were saying, you're doing everything you can to maintain your professionalism. That's what I'm uh, trying to say. Like, you got your being a doctor, you have a license yeah. to you have a license to see things that you wouldn't necessarily see like normally. Balls. Like, <laughs> like one, the inside of people, right? You wouldn't normally mm -hmm. get to see those things. That, too. I always found it awkward when your doctor's like, all right. Uh, let me see your stuff. Now I know they're being professional, and and automatically I'm like, yeah, sure. Here's my shit. There's my junk. You, right. see, you know what I mean? But truth, in the truth of the matter, we're so caught up in it in other situations. Like I would never do that in front of you know a bunch of people out of nowhere because I don't yeah, want to go to jail. But you're prepared. You know when you're going to get your physical that you're going to at some point drop your drawers and at some point bend over and and let him digitally penetrate you. Yes. <laughs> Do you know that I have to have my, my, my first colonoscopy, uh, doctor, and um, I, uh, I, I've never had that after 45, right? So Exactly. It, they moved the guidelines up five years. So it's Donald, uh, Donald has had his. I had but I'm talking early. to the doctor. Um, the, I'm talking to him before because he's, I haven't had it yet. I think it's coming up this week. And uh, he says, he's asking all these questions, and he goes, I'm, I'm going to do an endoscopy as well um, for X, Y, Z reasons. And I thought I was being clever, and I said, don't use the same camera. And um, he said, do you know how many people make that joke? And I was like, oh, I, I'm a, I thought I was being original. <laughs> well, I, I was like, I come on, you could have given me a courtesy laugh, Doc. You know? Here we go. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, no. Well, you know, it's, um, it's always a scary experience for your first time. Uh, the... One thing that, you know, you should take solace in is that it's July. So that means there's going to be a whole fresh new group, uh, crop of interns and residents starting. So, you know, you may be someone's first colonoscopy. You'll no, be, uh, no, no, no. He, well, maybe assisting, no. but I know the guy who's doing it. He's, he's going to be operating the, the camera. Okay. Now, they well, give you propofil, right? Now, I... Propofil. I'm, 
Was that what it was called? Propofol. Propofol. Right. I remember um, coming out of, because I have had an endoscopy before, and I was waking up, but I couldn't stop talking. Does that happen a lot when people come out of profile? They're like, speaking a lot? Well, yeah, I had the in my throat when I came No, I'm talking about like I was just talking. I was like, Doc, this feels so good. Like, what is this drug you like Okay, so I had a friend. The doc told me that, like, I don't know if he was joking or not, but he said, Maybe it wasn't propofil, but he said this is the drug they, the CIA used to use on CIA used to use on people because they just couldn't stop talking. They were just like just spilling their guts, like. So they may have been using a different drug on you. Uh, yeah. It might have been ketamine, and people tend to uh, often speak when they when they come out of ketamine holes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was in a K-hole. Propofol, you tend to you be, were in a uh, fucking K-hole, dude. <laughs> you put me in a K-hole. God knows what happened. Put you in a K-hole. You probably went out partying. I remember telling him. I remember I couldn't stop talking. I was like, Doc, this feels so good. Like, would you ever want to like hang out with me and my friends? <laughs> so, you know those things you think back that you said that in, like you cringe. Well, on my list is at, like on whatever drug. Can't stop talking. Asking the doctor to bring this drug and hang out with me and my friends. Oh, dude! I said some of the. I said I have the for my colonoscopy. I have one of the most cringeworthy uh, statements ever said to a doctor. As, on, on the drug. On the drug before the say? no before the drug. Oh, I go, before the drug. Before the drug. <laughs> you can't he's, blame it on the drug. He he's about to put the drug in me, and I look at him. I go, "Tell me when you put it in, because I want to feel it." <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> Cringe. Meaning, I want to be high for that split. I want to feel the high it for does that feel split good, second. It does of, feel great. Though, uh, before it? I'm in Dharma. Before right. I go there. Freaking! But I got—I got to say, when I felt it for the endoscopy, there's like a split couple seconds where you're like, "Oh, this must be what like heroin or feels like or something," because this is amazing. And then you're and then you're out. <laughs> I was like, like, "Tell me!" I, I remember saying that to him, and then after saying that, being like, "Damn, I sound like a fucking addict." And then being, he's like, "It's in you," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it is." <laughs> um. All right, we got to wrap it up, Donald Faison. No. Noah, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you for educating us. Uh, everyone go get your colonoscopy if you're, uh, four, if you're 45 and above. And if you're lucky, before the robots take over, yeah. maybe, if, well, if you're unlucky and you get lucky enough to have a surgeon like Noah and his robot and his R2 unit yeah. operate on you. Do you name, did you name the robot? So the robots where we work are named after the Wally movie. So we have uh, Evie and Wally as the uh, as nice. two of the robots. Oh, I love that movie. Great movie, actually. Wally. Wally. <laughs> Eva. Eva. Wally. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We love you so much. And um, Eva. Eat these bowls, Zach. Any last thoughts, Donald Faison? Wally. Uh, Joelle, any last thoughts? Uh, no, have a great week. Oh, wait, I do want to say something. Okay, go ahead. Wait, so somebody asked me, can, is there a place where you can find the sheet music for I'm No Superman? And I'm coming to you, Zach, because you have a relationship with the band Laszlo Bane. Mm-hmm. Um, if we could find a way to get that out there, maybe we, you know, that would be kind of cool. It would be kind of interesting to hear. Oh, different uh, people other, riff on it. Different people's interpretation of I'm okay. No Superman. I but the, the But with the actual uh, music. You want the, the, the chords or the piano music? Or, I think or, they will, they're looking for the piano. All right. Yeah. I, will, I will inquire about that. And, rem- and hey, I want to talk to you about um, 
of some of Alama Day's music because yeah, man. Um, I got you. I, I I think I might I might be able to put it in a scene I'm uh, in which I just directed. Call them up. Um, all right, fans, friends, guests, we love you. Have a beautiful week. We'll see you next time. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of dogs and nurses in a Canada who love the hate. I said he's a story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west.